Let's spell a song so you can sing along with one special guest star two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are three guests this time. Two of them are hosts of Lost in Blockbuster podcast, and one, and they were last on Fiddler on the Roof, and one of them I'm making amends with. It's Sam Smith, <laughs> M- Matan Shahar, and Jason Kerr, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hello. So Sam and Matan actually picked this, but Jason, <laughs> I tortured him with going to my side with going Annie 2014. And so I was like, you know what? This is the, this is the one. Cause I think this is the one that you actually like more than the Kathy Bates one, right? Jason. Yeah. Me? Oh, yes. Okay. Jason, you uh, like this one over Kathy Bates? Of course it's better. And even, and even though Audra's in it, and you know, I love me some Audra. We love Audra, but like, how can you go wrong with Carol Burnett? Yeah, you give you give you classic clowning. Uh, so Annie came out. This is the 1982 one, everyone. I know we've done the other two already. This is the OG. Uh, the screenplay is by Carol Sobieski. Book by Thomas Meehan. Music by Charles Strauss. Lyrics by Martin Sharman. Directed by John Huston, which shocks me sometimes <laughs> to even say that. And then, according to IMDb, a spunky young orphan is taken in by a rich, eccentric, much to the chagrin of the cantankerous woman who runs the orphanage. So, Annie, everyone. Annie. Annie. I watched this movie a couple of days ago. Let okay. me get personal for a second. I watched this movie a couple of days ago. I took all these notes. I took, wrote all these questions out. I did the sharps and flats. And then my computer decided to shut down <gasps> Bird and I didn't save it, uh, though I thought I did. No. So we are going to fly by the seat of our pants. Oh, we time. love to fly. You know, I love an improv. Um, I do want to start things out, though, by talking about its Metascore. <laughs> which i don't know if you guys have checked imdb for this movie but the no. metascore is remember this is before metascores were a thing and there were only 10 reviews for this movie and the metascore is 39 what is the metascore I, I actually am unfamiliar so it's a way of reviewers scoring whatever they're talking about so like 39 is form um well so with this one it was in the newspapers but nowadays it's all online and everything and so like they give us they give a score out of a hundred as to wh- how they think movies are it's the same thing as like the tomato meter on yeah that's tomatoes. what that, I, I, I was surprised that you bring that up uh I, I i not heard of meta but I'm, you, also, I'm also old i saw this on imdb when i was doing like trivia research and everything and okay. the, the fact that it got a 39 and one reviewer from Time uh, gave it a 10. Uh, he wrote, Director John Huston offers production numbers full of empty extravagance, a host of familiar characters like Punjab and Asp, which I need to talk about Punjab, <laughs> with, <laughs> with little to do and a chorus of baby Mormon Mormons knowingly Mormon. strutting their stuff, breaking the sound and charm barriers. And I was just like, my guy, this is Annie. It's a classic American musical. 
Stephen Vaudeville. <laughs> so I love it. So I'm intrigued, Sam and Matan. Why did you guys pick this movie? I think it's the first like official musical we probably saw as kids. Yeah. That wasn't like you know just oh, wow. related. And the fact that like from everything I've read, this movie flopped hard when it came out, and I don't understand because everyone I know loves this I... version of Annie. I thought some people should have gotten an Oscar for this. Yeah. Like, I... You have a movie with Carol Burnett and Tim Curry and they're singing and dancing their hearts out. Like, what's there not to love? And Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Baby Bernie. Uh... And this is like the best cast movie. Like, if you look at like who they considered for like other movies, you're like, absolutely not. Like, no Jack Nicholson as Daddy Warbucks. Like, hard cast. <laughs> <laughs> I do have on the trivia that uh, Sean Connery was John Huston's first choice for Warbucks. That yeah, would have worked. Could yeah, you imagine? Think? I mean, he's got he had the look in the nineties. I, I don't know about in eighty two. I, I believe he. I believe he could hate kids. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But can he sing? Has he ever sing? I feel sing like before? he would. He 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 might man. He might have, but like he would definitely have beat up Miss Hannigan. Oh, hundred. <laughs> like. Not even in the script, he would have just gone gone for it. But yeah, no, I, I think it, I think he'd be good. But I I really, think, I think this is the reason why I like this version the most is I think this is the best Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, like I I think. Well, I think they get worse over time. Like the '99 version is like okay, right? Like it's not as good as '82, but it's fine. Like Alan Cummings, like I'm here for it. Kathy Bates did her own spin, and then it just gets worse. Like. The 2014, not good at all. The live version. It was the the 2014 was the last movie that Cameron Diaz has been in. So ever. Oh, she she like, I saw there was, she's coming back to make, she's filming something now, but she's she's retiring again. But I I don't remember her announcing a retirement. I just remember her announcing her like unretirement. And I was like, you were gone. She's got that good Charlotte money now. She's fine. I guess. But you know, yeah, she's, Coming back to make a movie with Jamie Foxx again, which don't know why. No one's asking for that. But I bet it was me. So bad, the production that she's like, I'm done. This is Is Kavani Qu- Wallace going to be in it as well? I hope so. I hope they just make it a whole reunion. Like, that'd be kind of funny. It's like Fox a flop. <laughs> They're like, we they just tried again. Yeah, they tried again. They got again. the timing wrong. Yeah, they just yeah. released it again. They're like, nobody saw it the first time. We'll release it the second time, shot for shot. We'll still reshoot everything. <laughs> And then maybe maybe it'll land this time. Did you guys watch the Annie live with um? I forget yeah, his name. I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen it. it yet. Was, it's better than the 2014 version. Oh, 100 percent. That's the only nice thing I can say. It's slightly. <laughs> I think I I think I passed a pile of shit on the street today that was better than the 2014 Annie. <laughs> you yes. Well, do you guys remember? There's a one in the 90s with Victor Garbo where it's like a weird sequel to this one. Like she goes to London or something. You mean? You mean wait? Oh, they, wait. Yes. Is it Annie or was it was it uh, Annie Warbucks? I think I you're it, talking about Annie Warbucks. Yeah, I think it's Annie Warbucks. Yeah, it's Annie Warbucks. It's a whole separate musical. Yeah. Yeah. Also not good. <laughs> I like Victor Garbo, but not in that. <laughs> so, Punjab, everyone. He's only in this one. He's part of the comics. I believe that's what yes, I read. Correct. Because they added magic and shit like that. But I was just like, oh no, Punjab. Oh no. 
He's literally magic. It's the it's the strangest character. Is that that confirmed? Because I was like watching this as a kid, uh, I completely forgot his character one hundred percent. So when he came back, I was like, it like hit me like a brick train. But I was like, how do I not remember this? But like watching it now, I was like, is he? Is he ma- is he magic? Like is yeah, magic. he he flies a toy around the yeah I know the office. Matilda, I was just like he touches people I, and they pass out. Yeah, he heals heals them with the his, leg, the leg, yeah. and he knocked the dog out. Yeah, <laughs> but like he knocked out the Bolshevik. But it's the the guy that tried to kill. Mr. Warbucks with a bomb in the opening, like so. I I, I, I love the social commentary on that. Just like you know, we're gonna throw some Russian uh, <laughs> espionage in here. Why not? Okay. I thought that the 2014 one was wild with the. I forgot that uh, the helicopter chase is also in this one. I was just like, oh, that's that's for the 2014 one because technology, blah blah blah, and they updated it. No, there's the autocopter, whatever the fuck they call yeah. it. I think it's part of the comics. Oh, yeah. see, and I also try to look up autocopter. Does it exist? <laughs> Does it, yeah, it's a comic thing. Uh, also, the bridge is called the B and O bridge. That's yeah, where is that? It. it doesn't exist. Well, there there is something that exists in Brooklyn, but the but they filmed that in Kearney, New Jersey. Also, f- uh, fun New York fact for everyone here: uh, the a- uh, Warbucks's address doesn't exist in yes, New York at all. I looked it up. Well, it's not a mansion, clearly, and it's no, right it's, by it's, where the Met Museum is, I believe. Yeah, seventy ninth, seventy ninth Fifth Avenue, Central Park West. Or... Yeah, it, yeah, that East, house though does. East. That yeah, house yeah. does not exist though in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. mansion excuse me mansion <laughs> and and the and the girls were were uh they saw annie at the at 42nd street at the library and they yes. walked they ran all the way to 79th all street. The way, yeah. <laughs> that was a journey no wonder that bitch was tired <laughs> they went all the way there and then all the way all back. the way back girl that's I'm, that's okay like, that's, that's like, like okay. winter i would so to to uh do as an aside um I watched John Wick 2 again recently. Okay. Uh, I see how they're connected. Well, when he (laughs) from his home in like upstate New York to the city. Oh yeah. It's, it's, that's how I felt about these kids. The longest walk I've done is like three miles. Is that, and now I was, yeah. And now I was like dead tired after. So I don't know how these people do it in movies. Yeah. I take 10 steps. I'm like, okay, ready for a nap. (laughs) He's an old man. Not New Yorkers. Not, oh, no, no, no. No. They'll walk everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> In Arizona, we just like sit and then we sit some more. You go yeah. you go from air conditioner to air conditioner. Yes. Yeah. 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 You can't yeah. go anywhere with How warm is it? How warm is it today? It's like eighty one, I think. Oh my oh. god. Oh my god. Happy oh spring, everyone. <laughs> Happy fucking spring. Ugh. So it might as well be spring. Um, where do we want to get started? We kind of jumbled around our thoughts and everything. Is there There's so much? To... This movie's longer than I thought it was. Uh, it was longer, but like uh, it didn't feel its length. I like I remember very specific scenes of this movie, but I thought I remembered the whole movie. Uh, and then there's like a bunch of different like FDRs in this movie. How do you forget? I don't. He's in the musical. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's a big takeaway. I do not remember that. He's in the comic. They cut out a song 
from the musical that it's it's called uh what is a new deal for christmas yeah yeah and we thank you herbert hoover like that's why annie's that's why annie's always uh, in the christmas portion of most theater theaters uh season oh okay i learned nothing about him in school everything i know about fdr is from the movie annie that's hilarious like he's that's hilarious He's in a wheelchair. That's all. Like, I know the basics. He's super weirdly tall. I don't think that's historically accurate. But he's well, a Democrat, and they make that a bad thing in the movie. Oh yeah, they they're and, anti-Democrat. Yeah. In this film. Which well, is so weird. his wheelchair is also positioned tall. Well, yeah. He's when he's like they're when they're in the office or whatever, and uh, Warbucks is standing next to him. They're the same height, and he's sitting down. <laughs> Well, also, Edward Herman was like, Edward Herman? Yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was also like seven feet tall. So whatever. Yeah, the man was a giant. Yeah. I know him from Gilmore Girls. Same. Same. <laughs> he kind of looked the same, and even though it was like 20 years apart. Like, he didn't age that much. <laughs> yeah. So in this movie, though, they cut six songs, added four and there was a fifth song added called We Got Annie, but that was originally in the stage version, like way back before it became popular. Cut Boston. Uh, they cut it, yeah. yeah. So I guess they added it because they're like, well, we've got we've got Ann Rankin. Like, we need a dance. What a lovely feature. I didn't, re- I didn't realize till this time watching how much Fosse she threw in that those dances. A lot of Fosse. A lot. Did we lose you, Sam and Matan? <laughs> with, uh, no, with... I wish she would have done more movies. And she did, she did quite a few movies. Did, was it like, when did she stop? Was it the 90s? She never really stopped because she well, she still was doing theater. Uh, I saw something she directed up in, up in like 99. She's, she's always been quite active. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. and she unfortunately passed away in 2020. So Yeah, yeah. But she's, I don't know how when she got like ill, ill. But right. she's active i mean and she did i mean chicago she was in chicago in 1997 right yeah uh, probably yeah she's done all but like i see her she did a the latest thing she did was the pack podcast in 2020 but then wow. the one the one after that is the cosby show in 87 so like she probably did more theater than film and television maybe and that's another thing they don't do anymore. Like they don't cast like theater actors in mainstream movies. movies. You're right, Sam. <laughs> yeah, there should be a lot more. We need yeah. more Kristen. We need more Kristen Chenowiths. Yeah, like they just <laughs> like she was probably the last one. Her and Nathan Lane were probably the last like theater stars to like. Wow. Well, there's. There, I mean, no, in this uh, movie, Stephanie, we also Stephanie, have Stephanie Sue is a, is a theater person. Oh, really? She was, yeah, she was in SpongeBob. And also, uh, be more chill. Oh, class, yeah, oh, be more chill. Theater. Okay, SpongeBob. Yeah, by Brendan Urie. Well, did you see it? <laughs> it's quite good. I, uh, <laughs> but like in this movie, I mean, we have the the top six names are all theater people. Yeah, like Carol, Carol, Tim, Carol, uh, Tim, Bernadette, and and I think Albert even Finney Pun- did some plays. Punjab is a huge. That's uh, that Jeffrey Jeffrey Holder. Yeah, and then. Even Eileen Quinn, our Annie, was in Annie yeah. <laughs> prior to being in the film. Yeah. So, like, she knows the – well, she was a swing, though. She wasn't Annie. She was, like, a – still a got the gig. Swing. Yeah. She still got the gig. So She's still getting that money. Oh, my God. And still tours with the movie. Like, I think she came to Arizona within the last year to do, like, a screening and Q&A after. Mm-hmm. Did you go? 
No, we didn't go. We saw. We only saw promos for it like after. Yeah, after the fact, they did a bad job promoting it. Oh, that's that's so sad. But like, I mean, she's still working. She's still she's teaching these days. I see. Long she's still alive. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker was an Annie. She's still she was still killing it. Um, I did read that uh, for this one, it was. Fuck, I'm bad with names tonight. What the fuck is wrong with me? You're just getting uh, older, that's all. I am. I am. I'm so old. <laughs> um, Chris Chenoweth originally auditioned for this movie, but didn't get it because of her Southern accent. <laughs> wow. So then in the 99 one, she plays Lily. So. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. she was good enough. Like the 99 oh. version is good. It's just not as good compared to the 82. Yeah, Carol Burnett really makes it. Oh my god! Okay, let's. We're here. Let's talk about her. She she's she's brilliant. Her takes. She gives a masterclass yeah. in comedic acting in this. Even movie. the 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 pictures she makes, like the 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 lamp uh, when she walks in and, and is turning on the, the lights, her first entrance. It's yeah. beautiful. It's amazing. Doesn't she also at one point? I might be mixing things up, but like she like turns a painting on the side. Yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The painting is right side up and she walks by and she looks and she goes and she, and she makes a crooked. It's genius. Like chef's kiss. The, the, the scene, the whole number with her and, and daddy Warbucks is a clowning, it's a clowning masterclass. I, I, I was, I actually don't remember that number. Uh, so to watch it today uh, was, was eye opening. So you're is talking about the new song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was added at one of their requests. Which one of like, their, or Carol Burnett's request? I'm, I'm sure it was. I, I can't, I can't tell. Oh wait, uh, I can't tell if it was her or Albert Finney. Fish, okay, but like because they changed how the paperwork happens, they're like just add a song uh, here. Yeah, it's a great comedy number. It's so vaudeville. It's also just a really good song. Like, yeah, yeah. I, Number one, Charles Strauss, Strauss writes really great villain role, villain songs. Easy Street is my favorite, next to Poor Unfortunate Soul, uh, my Ooh. absolute favorite villain song. Yeah, you don't like Little Girls in this one. I like Little Girls a lot, but the reason I like, I think we talked about in, in the in the uh, the any the other Annie podcast, but uh, the thing that's unique about um, this about Little Girls, and and actually Charles Strauss does this again in It's a Bird, It's a Plane. Uh, it's the same type of, of villain song where the villains hatch the plan as they're singing the song, which is just, uh, for me, it's so exciting for a villain to hatch the plan, do the plan, and revel in their brilliant plan. It's Little Priest. It's it's Poor Unfortunate Soul. Well, Poor Unfortunate Soul is a little premeditated. Um, it's it's um, uh, Easy Street. It's all of that. I, I, I think they're brilliant songs, and, they, and it's so satisfying for as an audience member to watch them. I know Matan's answer, which is a hard no, but are you guys all <laughs> excited for the Little Mermaid? So excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I, I don't like live action stuff, but I think this will be, this is a little different. Listening to Hallie sing uh, Part of Your World in the trailers, like, brings me to tears. So, I'm excited. I wish I had tear ducts. I'm just very emotional sometimes. <laughs> I just don't like Megan McCarthy. That's the only, like, real big one for you, you me. Melissa McCarthy? Or Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. Okay. And I saw like a Reddit thing where it was like, "Get Harvey Firestein," and I was like, "Yeah, sold." 
it should be it should be a drag queen since the the role is based off a drag queen. I understand that, but Melissa McCarthy. I mean, she's a she's a decent she's decent. She's a great comedian. Yeah, and wasn't it based on like Divine? Is that the it was, drag? It was it was a hundred percent based on Divine. And Harvey Firestein did it in Hairspray. Like, just give it to him. Let him have his. <laughs> Like, well, they, Middle America is already upset over a black, little, a black mermaid, a, a character that doesn't exist in real they're, life. So they're upset over everything. Yeah, let's everything. just make it more mad. They yeah. were upset with the uh, casting a black girl as Annie too. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. seeing yep. those like posts and tweets and whatever, being like, "What are you doing?" And it's like she's a fictional character. She's not real. <laughs> she doesn't exist. That's why I'm like, go big or go home. Like, get him mad on every cylinder. <laughs> piss off, piss off, Republicans. I'm yeah. all about it. Make Daddy Warbucks a liberal in the next one. <laughs> uh, Make a, you know what? In the next one, everyone's a robot. Do it. All CGI. AI, AI Annie. AI Annie. <laughs> what? So back to this one at hand, though. What I forgot about this movie is that the first like four or five songs. I'm counting tomorrow because it's it's the opening opening song yeah. and everything. Those five songs happen so fast. Yeah, I caught off guard because I was like, "Oh man, we're already in a hard knock life." Like, <laughs> oh, they're not stopping. Yeah, they don't let you breathe. Yeah, <laughs> no, and you're like, okay, well, okay, so tomorrow is the opening credit song. Cool, fine. You bleed it into maybe great. All right, you know, we're getting into the musical. We're setting the world, and now we're into. Hard Knock Life. And then there's Dumb Dog and Sandy, which are also new songs, by the way. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. Did did they add, did they write Dumb Dog and uh, to make Annie have like a little more grit? I don't know. That's not, it is not song. Because like whenever I song. think of, whenever I think of Annie as a character, I always think of like optimistic, sweet, also humbled because like i mean in this one we see her she's like oh my god you know i had a fun day and now you're kicking me out daddy warbucks in the first first 12 hours of me being here great i have a i have you know all these stories to last me a lifetime now but like we get dumb dog and i'm like what the fuck because yeah. <laughs> you know why you know why there's no payoff to dumb dog because yeah. we don't really have another we don't have a an equally um a tender moment or a sa- a salvation moment with 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 Sandy. And Sandy's just along for the ride after that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of Sandy, found this on IMDb. Everyone, there are two dogs that played Sandy. One was, uh, I believe, the dog's name was Bingo. Um, and Bingo did the more dramatic scenes, and then Sandy had a stunt double dog, <laughs> a stunt that dog, dog. That dog was wild. Sandy? Well, I don't know who they didn't. Uh, IMDb doesn't name doesn't say who the name is of the stunt dog, but there was one that did like the jump in the pool and some other things. So, because in the opening credits when tomorrow's playing, Sandy gets a shot and it says Sandy as himself. Yeah, no, they they lied. They lied. <laughs> what? They every, every what? You can't trust them. Surprise! I know. Yeah. I know. Your this whole world is, is shattered. Yeah. It changes everything I've known about this movie. <laughs> it frames, yeah, it frames it in a whole new light. I don't like this. But uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, there, There's also, I haven't watched this in like 20 years, I don't think. But, like, but I watched it a ton as a kid. And there was a lot of stuff 
that came back to me for sure. Like, um, like let's go to the movies. Like that was that whole sequence. I, I completely forgot about that, but I, I loved that song and the production. Another thing um, that was tough for me in this movie, though, is just like I couldn't figure out for the longest time when this took place. Like what time? Time. Like, it, they tell, well, they, yeah, but they tell you. Well, they do. There's and there's other stuff in like context clues too. Like when they announce her, like when they say her birth certificate and stuff, she was born in 1900. Um, what? No, 1920. No, 1922. 1922. Oh, 22. 22. Oh, 22. I, I must have misheard it, but um, okay, that makes more sense. Math, yeah. Hard. No, yeah, math is tough. Yeah, that would put her right because it's 1930 when it takes place. Because that would put her right at eight, eight years old. Because uh, FDR. No, would be, it's 33. Right? She's 11. Oh, so she's 11. Okay, so we're we're, we're mid. We're in we're in FDR's second term, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and so I was like, oh. We're Pearl Harbor is right around the corner, um, but uh, it only gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. That's but, why. That's why FDR, and that's why FDR made it three terms. Yeah. <laughs> but How yeah. much time do you think passes in the movie? I have the answer right here, so I know. But I want to hear what you guys think. I would say uh, two weeks or one one to two weeks. Okay. I want to guess like five days. It seems like it happens so fast. He's like, I don't want this kid in my house to. Let's oh no! It is. A, it is. A, it's a week because that's what, that's how she was. It, 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 that's how she was. Um, well, she, she stayed there for her. a week. Well, they stayed for a week, and that's when she asked to keep her because, like, um, what's her name? Grace asked. She's like, "Oh, you know, we've had, and it's been good." And then she's like, "I want to keep her." So I think it's minimum a week, but I think there is like an additional week after that because it's like that night they go to the movies. Okay. And then, like, then they go, like, then he, then he goes and adopts her and stuff like that. And they got to find the fake parents. That takes like a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she like, interviewed eight hundred parents in a day. In yeah. a day. and she it's looked like she people. just like read the paper. So, yeah. according to IMDb, it says uh, this film takes place from June to July fourth, nineteen thirty-three. A month. So, a month. A le- they don't give a an actual date, but I'm like, it kind of makes sense because those girls get attached to Sandy a little too fast if it's if it's a week oh that's true that's true. they are also poor and yeah. dogs are awesome so Correct. i would get attached to a dog in the day Correct. you're right so we can't go off those metrics <laughs> those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got nothing else going for them they're like a dog oh my god yeah <laughs> Home a new run, friend. Yeah. oh my god but okay so milkman by far now yeah right so i've um i've seen like this version of it's a hard knock life on YouTube and I think it's like comes back on social media and everything. I didn't realize like how acrobatic the choreography is. Right. Like they're flipping left and right swinging. There's one girl like turning around a pole, like a a bar. Yes. Yes. uh, While they're outside. And then there's another girl that's like spinning on a fan or something. I'm just like wild. It's happening in this wild. and for for so early in the morning yeah because you know they're still they, they get woken up by crotchety miss wait what do they call yeah. her cantankerous <laughs> yeah it has to be what 4 a.m something like that they said it was early they i mean i, I guess by the time they were doing all the they reached peak dancing it was about six it was july <laughs> yeah maybe six or so so i have a question about the the oh, like the maybe and then uh into hard not life so 
uh, when Annie's singing at the window, A, all these kids are trying to sleep. You know, shut up. <laughs> but also, uh, then the one girl starts screaming, uh, you know, Annie, 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 um, which Annie with just her, doesn't... With her eyes closed, eyes closed too. Yeah, I'm just like, so why are we dreaming? Why, just wake up and be like, where's Annie? Yeah. So also, why is Annie not responding and letting this girl scream her head off, which then wakes up as the Duffy? Um, like uh, Duffy. The, the kind of like butchy uh, bully one? Yeah, she's a bully. Pe- oh, Pepper, yes. Yes. Because so... Duffy's the one that goes, oh my goodness, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she gets mad and, and then Miss Annie, that's when um, Miss Anakin comes in with her dramatic like it's genius. The lights entrance, um, and then but she's like, "Did I hear singing?" So it's like, <laughs> "Is this so? Is the singing is all they're singing like diegetic, or is it like?" Ooh. Well, so I think for maybe, and um, tomorrow the White House version, those are diet in universe songs because yeah. like maybe when they're doing that awkward cuddle and they're. It's it's so weird the shot that they chose where they're yeah. where like her Annie's face is obscured but they're looking at each other and I'm yeah. doing and she's stroking the her eyes face. for you guys yeah. yeah yeah and it's like move just move the camera just move just the a, camera just please a, just a little bit move it just a touch but I think that is just her singing a lullaby to Molly little baby Molly that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she annoyed. She annoyed the fuck out of me. Well, she's annoying. Yeah, yeah. she's super annoying. I don't blame the kids. Other kids for not liking her. I was annoyed yeah. within what, seconds. What's also weird is that. Well, do you think that each of them try to escape every day? Because, <laughs> like, the way that they end Hard Knock Life uh, with Annie in the the dry cleaning or the mm-hmm. the laundry, I was just like, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> But can we talk about how Mr. Bundles was like hip to it? Yeah. yeah. This ha- this has to happen. Like either he's like in on it or like But I'm not like lawman or anything, but isn't this kidnapping if you knowingly take a kid out of their home without well, their he's, sa- he's saving them though? Yeah, because so it's, the- yeah. it's it, it, she, uh Miss Hannigan. Well, even watching this too with the we love you, Miss Hannigan. Robotic responses. I was just like, this is mental abuse right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is well, threats to kill the kids multiple times. Yeah. Like, well, kill them and beat them. Do you do you guys think she actually ever hits them though, or is that like just a threat she uses? I think it's a threat because she because she does uh, save Annie because she yeah. wouldn't kill because she when Rooster was going to kill her, she's like, no, I don't you can't kill her. Don't kill. She her. has she has a moral compass at least. <laughs> yeah. But I feel I feel like though. Like locking the kids in the closet may be the worst that she does. Yeah, and that's yeah. still bad. But like, <laughs> for sure. But you for 1933, pretty good. Yeah, pretty and good. Some of those kids you for the time. Some of those kids, they should probably be locked in a closet. Oh, speaking of being locked in a closet, when the girls are locked in the closet, where the fuck are the other orphans? Like, why couldn't another one just be like, do do do? Let me move this chair. Yeah. Where were they during? Where, where were they during Easy Street? right like where where were all these because in hard knock life we see that there's probably like hundreds hundreds Hundreds. of girls there they all got adopted and now there's only six or five yeah (laughs) we're the we're the rest they're just busy and like why why aren't these girls getting getting adopted 
I know, right? Well, orphans are boys, not girls. Oh. They're probably well. They're probably too old. Like we're like you know, even back then, parents they just want to adopt the babies. They don't want to adopt the like, yeah older. Molly kids could have been adopted like that. I mean, she's what like six, eight. Yeah. I don't know ages. She was too annoying. Even the adopted parents were like, mm, no, like, shut up, bitch. I said, shut up. <laughs> yeah. They were shut like, up. enough with these dreams. We get uh, it. <laughs> well, um, what's it called uh, for Miss Hannigan? Like I think, and this is like just to the ability of carol Burnett was just like uh even like with the, like we love you miss hannigan stuff like that she's like sure like i think she has that as like her own personal like affirmations like yeah she oh. just wants love she's a hopeless romantic and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and then having these kids like the world's beat her down yeah and so even she wants the love of the children and so i think that's like the whole like the call and response thing that she does but also just like hates that it's these kids <laughs> And, and I think that, like a man, yeah. like she's grinding up on every single man she meets. Like it's it's sexual assault every time she is introduced to a man. She never wears real clothes either. No. Well, she's drunk all the time. That, exactly, she's too warm. Yeah. In her defense, if I was her and I was stuck with that many like screaming annoying kids, I'd be drunk all the time too. Correct. Like, Correct. And lusting Correct. after somebody because yeah. you're just like I have all these kids. I need I need to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get laid. I need to yeah. talk to That's an adult. a terror word word the, the combination of words and sentences we're making right now. I don't know. Yeah, they're bad. They're pretty bad. But also <laughs> she's doing this by herself, which is like you should have a staff of people. Yeah. Or at least one other person so you could have a night off. I wish she doesn't have a staff of people, they're little little girls. <laughs> Literally, oh. all she has to do is drink and mm-hmm. that's it. And threaten them. Yeah. yeah. And flirt. And flirt. flirt. But Carol Burnett's so likable that I don't think she could ever play a true villain. Except in that, epi- if you guys watch Law & Order SVU, there is one episode. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, she's not oh, nice in that, that one to Matthew Lillard. Other than that, she's pretty nice. But I heard is, about that. She is villainous in this. like she's, But she's like Disney villainish. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. exaggerated. It's comic book. Yeah, yeah, but and, Tim Curry's so scary. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, he'll definitely push this kid and kill her, hundred percent. Yeah, don't need to like test that theory. I believe it. Yeah. Them <laughs> climbing a bridge at the end, like, what oh my is God. happening? That bridge is is epic. And then, and, epic. and then Punjab comes in and saves the day while hanging off of a the autocopter. I'm just like, what is going on? Real, did, did, like, I, did I take drugs? Did I take drugs? Hachi from from Johnny Quest, like yes, yes, yeah, Jim Salabim, you know what I mean, like yes. Dad, has anyone read the original comics? No, because no. I was just wondering if like how they portrayed Punjab in there is semi accurate to the movie. Because I think they cut him for the they cut him for the stage show, right? I have never seen the stage version. Really? Yeah, I've, I, I have. Uh, I don't remember him from it. Yeah, and I think they added. They, I think they wanted to add him in this just to like add some fun for the kids or something, yeah. or whatever. But, and Jeffrey Holder was a was a a pretty big deal at, at this point, so maybe it was for you know clout. Uh... Jeffrey Holder. Jeffrey Holder uh, directed The Wiz, so which is nineteen seventy. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Thank you. So it's close. 
Yeah. And he was at the time, he may have been the Pepsi guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That, he was you know, that was his huge claim to fame. He was the 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 un, the uncola. Oh. He was he was a huge guy. commercial star. Yeah. Good for him. Get the money yeah. while you can. <laughs> I just can't believe like this is like the grown man me watching this movie being like someone like Mike Nichols was like, "You know what? This is a great idea. Let me invest a bunch of money." into a musical where the majority of the cast is like 11 year old girls. Like, I can't believe this, like, anyone ever agreed to this. Actually, they did. <laughs> I read age out fast from what I was reading. Oh, oh yeah. There's a, there's a whole, th- isn't there a whole documentary of Jason about it? Oh, about, I think there is. About like the Annie's, like how, like playing, An- playing Annie is like oh. now a cult. Yeah. yeah. Into that the makes universe. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, where they have conventions just for the women who've played Annie, or the people, excuse me, the people who've played Annie. Oh, poor Andrea, Andrea. Uh, what's her fucking name? Well, Andrea McArdle was in the 99 version as the rising star in NYC, a song that was cut in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Andrea. <laughs> she's, a, she's a hoot. Um, Yeah, this this movie is insane. Well, it's like the last, from what I read, the last big Hollywood musical of its time of whose time of the 80s i think of like from like the 70s like of like they were counting it like the last big one that was like at least made money because like when's the like next hit broadway musical after this well xanadu killed the broadway the the movie musical so anything post xanadu would 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 been the end of it and this is definitely before it right no this is after it after that's interesting this is after it so is greece too um, I can't think of. There's definitely the smaller, lesser known ones in yeah. in the eighties and nineties, and I think maybe it came back with Moulin Rouge. Well, yeah, because Moulin Rouge yeah. the year after that was Chicago. Yeah, Moulin Rouge kind yeah. of laid the ground again, and then Chicago knocked it out of the park. And then it kind of stopped. Then you had Mamma Mia, the producers. Hmm. Um. Uh. And. Well, and then recently we have In the Heights and we had what, the remake of West Side Story and um... Cats. Can't forget Cats. Huh. Oh, I love that movie. Never forget Cats. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. I'll never get the time back. <laughs> no, no, never. Oh, Cats. Uh, I could go on a whole tangent about that, but I won't because we're here to talk about Annie. Uh... <laughs> Better movies. Annie. Not Skimble Shanks. Oh, Skimble Shanks. Oh, I have a whole rant about him. You could listen to it. Uh, it's episode five, I believe, of the podcast, everyone. Ooh, I don't remember. Bing. I've done so many of these. Um, well, what, there was something that I was thinking about. Oh, so the finale number of this. Mm-hmm. Did this make you think of... Oh, shit. You know what? Let me... I want to look this up, and I'm sorry that we're taking... I'm wasting time. Oh, you look uh, at it, because I have a mini rant about the how it bugs me that Carol Burnett's there. Because I'm like, shouldn't she be in, like, a hospital or prison? Like, yeah, yeah she, she gets all scot-free. Like, so, it's, it's, it's very... Dear Evan Hansen. Well, and also... No I thought Lily was going to, uh, Bernadette Peters was going to get off scot-free because while everyone is at the bridge going forward towards the bridge, she's just like, I'm going to sneak away. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, la. Like you could see her sneak back into the truck and then clearly somebody arrests her at some point. But I want to talk about uh, fin- the finale of this 
where to me it kind of reminded me of Shirley Temple and Bill Robinson's yeah. famous dance. It's, he's I didn't realize Albert Finney could dance like that. Neither did I. Yeah, he's quite and good. I did also didn't realize <clears throat> that it was Albert Finney. All of a sudden, I hear his voice and I'm like, "Oh, Big Fish, great!" He's here. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he wasn't Big Fish. He was. Yeah, I forgot about the dad. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just like. Are they making because sh- this was in the the dance with Shirley Temple and Bill Robinson is was in 1935. So it's supposed to be two years after this movie takes place. OK, so I'm wondering. I, I can't I couldn't find anything. So let's speculate, everyone. I'm just wondering if this is supposed to like park in that and be like kind of I'm an sure. Easter egg. Yeah. I'm sure it was. This is, this is also famous because like. Um, at the time of film history, um, I, wait, is this it? Where they they didn't want them to dance together, and then the filmmaker was like, "Go fuck yourself, we're doing it," um, because racism. Uh, oh, in Shirley Temple, in the Shirley Temple, okay. yeah, Bill Robinson one. I think I think that was it. Don't quote me on that. I won't okay. quote myself either. But yeah, that dance you can find it on YouTube. I probably will post a link some of it somewhere because it was up front in my mind when I saw them and I was like, oh, right, they do dance in this movie on the stairs. And that's where you see on clip packages for yeah. MGM or whatever this was. Classic. Yeah. Um, Classic. Uh, okay, we've run the gamut on this movie. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? Uh, okay, I just got one more. Late. So I love that Tim Curry's in it. He did great. But like him and Carol Burnett, like, am I really supposed to believe they're siblings? Because there's also like a 20 year age difference almost. And I'm like, is there anyone else? That, like no one else really looks like they could be Carol Burnett's sibling. Like I kept trying to think I'm like, Joel Gray would be the closest to being a rooster, I guess, of the time period. Well, also like maybe they're half siblings because wasn't their mom mm-hmm. like cuckoo? Didn't they reference the mom being cuckoo? Good Probably. Old. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. Talk, she's in hell, according to the song Easy Street. So <laughs> maybe they're half siblings. <laughs> yeah, Their dad got busy. Yeah. yeah that's she, maybe where that's uh, she gets it. She gets yeah, it from her mama. She yeah. gets it from her mama. Yeah. Yeah. So learned behavior. Um, yeah, there's that. Uh the other like two minor things was A, when they go to the movies, they rent out the theater, the, the radio city music hall, all that. And then in this movie, we're pretty much shown most of Camille. <laughs> like they just—it's random. Oh no, it's not so random. Much, they show so much of the movie. It's not random because the supervising editor of this movie, Margaret Booth, edited Camille. So oh, like not that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought so. Responsible because I'm like, why are you bringing a child to Camille? Well, yes, also that, but like that's the that's the connection. It was smart because it it focuses it, it does give us a little bit of insight into like Daddy Warbucks's brain because he's like, oh God, I could you know you can die, people don't live forever, and I think mm-hmm. that I feel like that's where his mind was going. But otherwise, I was like, why is Annie in the Camille? Why she watching it? I get why and, they showed that movie. But like you didn't, they showed so much of the movie. Like it was like a good two minutes. I feel I, I, like. I feel like it was like five minutes of another <laughs> movie 
that we just are sitting watching that movie. And I was They're like, they're trying to get you to check it out. I, but and and showing that movie is anachronistic because the movie came out in 1936, and this is 1933. <sighs> Again, they don't know what they're doing. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, I didn't realize it. that. Before the internet, they're like, they can't, they can't fact check. This. Yeah. Like, so in the opening scene, like when Annie's looking out uh, at the Manhattan skyline, that looks like 1980s Manhattan. Probably. Like, and so it like, so that's why I was like, when does this take place? But then like slowly, slowly, like the, the more like sets and stuff that you see, uh, it's like, oh, like these kids, like the, the costume is, okay. Well, didn't they, then, I think they went over budget, question mark. Don't quote okay, I could see. Yeah, I this, think it was like a but thing is this, troubled production. But at the same time, like what like this movie looks like it was well produced. Like I loved yeah. all the set pieces, yeah. like and yeah. stuff like that. Like the his house or whatever um that doesn't exist, but it just uh it, it holds up. Like I, I don't know, I I really enjoyed it. Um but the other the other thing I had was during um I think it was we got Annie when they keep whenever um Asp uh does any any of his dances there's like the how can I say this del- the like an an oriental melody uh, 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 Asian uh, har- harmony of the fourth okay uh-huh. Uh-huh. a harmony based on the fourth there's like a little sting that they add yeah. like the chord in there every time he does like a spin um they do it for punjab as well like and it's just like there's um like some sitar that plays and it's just like oh like uh i get why he might not be in the stage production but uh well they didn't they also didn't want the magic element in the uh, stage production they wanted to be grounded in reality so when they did the movie they're like fuck it yeah (laughs) makes sense let's let's do it i this movie is insane but like i think all all of us grew up watching it right like i remember yeah, I, yeah. actually it, it, i was pressured into it uh uh on the bus I, I a kid was like have you seen annie before i'm like no i've never seen it. He's like you have to you have to see annie so i had i watched it I and that, and that ladies and gentlemen is the birth of jason into musical theater <laughs> it, it pro- it pro- no it wasn't because i was watching uh, other things before i would never seen any uh, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would probably say say for me definitely uh can and you... then followed by fiddler on the roof but that was like less of a choice that's more yeah, like that one forced, was forced upon you, that forced upon you. yeah <laughs> i'm remembering our conversations about that where you guys were like we had to watch this every yeah, day. It yeah. Was <laughs> that like the... liked it but it was definitely forced upon us yeah. also r.i.p topol Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Since we last recorded, um, yeah. R.I.P. Um, fairly recently too. Yeah, no, yeah, like, like a month ago, a month maybe? or two ago. Yeah. All right, let's get into sharp and flat, shall we? Sharp flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. If we didn't like it, I thought it could change. It's flat. And I'm going to try to remember what I wrote down, because even those are not on my little fucking outline. <laughs> um, who, want, who wants to go first? Here, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, I'll take my analog <laughs> notes that can't wow. be passed. You know, wow! Um, I'm being classic. dragged over the yeah, coals right yeah, we, now. I do this for every episode of our pod. I have to physically write notes. I want to go with sharp first. Uh, so, like you had mentioned earlier, like how you remember Annie 
uh, being sweet and like optimistic and this and that. I had thought that as well, but then I like when like before Dumb Dog, and she just Amy beats up so many people in yes. this movie. I do remember writing that down when she beats up the boys. I was like, oh, yeah. get it, girl. I'd be worried. Like she she's back a punch. She knows how to fight. Like she like grew up on the streets. Like I think I'm familiar. <laughs> and and like I also appreciate in that that like the guys didn't the boys didn't hold back they were trying to fight her yeah yeah, yeah. and she's like ducking and weaving yeah and just, like, it was way more like intense than I remember that's what I was like I don't remember that as much and yeah like and she's just her little like yeah. you know put them up yeah and, uh, but when she like she's practicing karate with Asp and then she like kicks uh, Warbucks like in the leg and takes him out like that's weird. <laughs> So that was that was that was a big sharp for me. I love I love the scrappy Annie because like all the other kids like you're useless. Like <laughs> so like because you earlier you were like oh like if they like take turns escaping I think it's always Annie and she just does because even like when the the Warren girls uh, pissed at um, Molly or whatever uh, Annie's like the one that like separates everybody. She's like the alpha for sure. So like. Oh, I think, but I think like she spent some time on the most. So like, well, my, see, my flat is like I just never see her as the alpha. Like she, I just always, it just always feels fake and forced. I'm like, I, I just never... like so even like okay, like I wrote it down uh, when she is uh, she escapes via the laundry and she's out walking around. The cop sees her. She's just a. There's other kids just out walking about. That cop. That cop knows Annie. Like, <laughs> that, that that cop is. Red hair. He's like he immediately starts starts going after her because he's like not again. Like he knows Annie. He's and like we so, just did this yesterday. Yeah. So like she, she's she's she's. I'm sure she's punched that cop in the face. <laughs> like, you know so, what? Now that you say it, I can imagine it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other sharps? Sharps. Um, I mean, I, just Carol Burnett, just being like a Disney villain. Um, I think all of us have her as a sharp. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 And just like she gets under your skin, but like also like you feel you can feel like sad for her and stuff like that. But I'm like, I remember I'm having the same feelings as watching this now. Like when I watched it as a kid, where I'm just like, Ugh, like you give me the heebie-jeebies, like just. <laughs> You know, just... as a, as a kid, you're just like, oh, she's not the worst. Like you're like, and as an adult, you're like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But you also see her side. <laughs> yeah, yes, you're you're like, I see why she is the way she is. So Sam Sharps, Sharps. I mean, the whole ca- like Carable Net, obviously, like this is like her, one of her probably her best performance. Like this is what people are gonna remember her by. And then I would say the whole cast, so like Tim Curry, Bernadette Peters, the girl that plays Annie was like. Albert Finney, like everyone is on fire. Like there's no real weak links among the cast. And then the songs, like everyone knows the songs. Like there's a few duds. Like I don't care about the Sandy song. Like no dumb dog, no Sandy, like do not care. But even those are like not the worst songs I've ever heard in a musical. So I would say those are probably the big ones, the cast and the songs. Jason? Uh, the trio, Rooster, uh, Lily, and, and Mrs. Miss Hannigan, I think it's just villain uh, just greatness greatness see i also really liked pepper because i was just <laughs> like boss bitch get it 
Get She's it. She's the alpha. Um, I also, we, I, I mean, I know we, we had a lot to say about it, but like, it's a hard knock life is iconic. Correct. Like you, even Jay Z sampled it. Yeah. So the song, the, the choreography, the, the staging and everything. And also sharp, sharp. What else did I sharp? I can't remember now. Oh, there was, okay. There's one moment when they get to DC and they Warbucks gets out of the autocopter and Annie has this like look on her face of just pure terror. And I was just like, I get you. I understand. (laughs) I'm here for this face of shock and awe of like, oh yes, you just flew a plane for the, you flew in the air for the first time. For the first time. Oh yeah. So to fucking DC. (laughs) <laughs> to DC, so like that's what like a couple hours from New York to DC, yeah, or an hour maybe, or two hours most, maybe depends on the um, depends uh, on the air on the air traffic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did have <laughs> one thing, like one I kind of gripe with Hard Knock Life was uh, in the choreography. It's all them sweeping, brushing, scrubbing, all that. And then they have that pillow fight at the end that gets that. <laughs> you just funded all of that all work. Hour. I like, think, they're going to have to do it again tomorrow. Yeah, fine, though, right? This is fine. a daily occurrence. But like, yeah. and, and like they also make the beds and then they're jumping on it. And you're like, guys, what's come what's on? People, what are we doing? This here? is why Hannah can this, Exactly. This yeah. is the floor, had to sh- the floor had to shine. It didn't have to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, I mean, I agree. Hannigan, Carol Burnett, sharpest of all sharps. Like, she. Yeah. Uh, I forget who said it. Like she deserved at least a nomination for this movie. Like this is a master class. Yeah. Um. Okay. Flats. A ten. They're they're doing this radio show and they have a ventriloquist dummy. Why? Yes. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. There's no video component to this. She That's hilarious. The voice, which the whole thing there. Which is funny because when the girls continue the song, which we're talking about, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Yeah. One of them turns into a ventriloquist dummy. Well, okay. Oh, so the director was just trying to do what they were trying to do on stage. That's interesting. Yeah, but I was just like because they, they made a clown number. I agree with you, but I was like, that's interesting. Why is there a ventriloquist dummy on the radio? And that's then the first thing I noticed, I was like, they're doing an audio show. Why? Why is there a dummy? Yeah, yeah, you can just act it. Out. Like, you can That's just, hilarious. Like, yeah, make you do the voice. <laughs> like maybe they're like method, like the Daniel Day Lewis in it. Yeah, that's it. It's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, that's who got him into the puppet puppetry comedy. Oh my gosh. Well, Wait, the guy who played him, of course, I'm blanking on his name, but he was like a famous Broadway guy. Well, Peter Marshall is his name. And okay. He is the original host of Hollywood Squares from 1966 to 1981. Oh wow! And he so, did like oh. Birdie and stuff. I remember looking this all up when I was like going through my big Annie kick a couple months ago. Oh, he was also in La Caja Fall and The Music Man. So he's done a lot. So look. Uh, any other flats, Matan? Uh, I think that should be it. There's really. I was going into this because I hadn't seen it in 20 years. Like. We've from our podcast, we've had this experience, unfortunately, way too many times of like thinking a movie is awesome and then it just does not hold up. <laughs> does not, you're like just a little rascal or doesn't hold up. Or Ed. Ooh, Ooh Ed, I don't think ever was good. You loved Ed. You wanted to watch the movie Never. Ed. Anyway, don't watch the movie Ed with uh, Matt, LeBlanc. Matt, Matt LeBlanc. Anyway, 
Um, is that the one where he's with a monkey or chimpanzee? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And they're playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, don't skip watch it. it. Hard skip. Sleep. Don't watch it. Um, and so uh, some movies don't hold up. This one, I was kind of nervous because like, I remember, again, really enjoying this movie. And I thought I had seen, I thought I'd remembered most of the movie until I watched it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much longer. But also like, <laughs> it holds up. There's so many more things I appreciate about it more. And just, it, this was so much fun. I had so much fun doing this. Yeah, movie. no, I love this movie. So... My only is the politics because it's just weird in a kid's movie and it also just doesn't hold up. Like I think in 2023, we know that like billionaires are not nice people and they're pretty evil. So like, it's hard to see them as a good guy because you're like, this isn't realistic. And Republicans. I mean, when he goes to DC to to talk with uh, FDR about the New Deal, he's... uh, FDR is just like, yeah, let's all help the homeless and the downtrodden and orphans and everything like that. And Warbucks is all just about money. He's like, yeah. it's also incorrect. Money. It's also incorrect, though, because the Republican Party was diff- different back in the 30s. Yeah, the Republican Party was the liberal, right? Yeah, they, w- they would have been for 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 those things in the 30s. Uh, it, it, it didn't change until because this is this is commenting on uh, 80s politics. Post McCarthyism, uh, uh, yeah, is the, and we're we're moving into Ronald Reaganism. So that's interesting. That I actually just just thought of that. Uh, now it's making a commentary. Uh, Sam, did you have any other thoughts? No, that was the only one for me. Like, I think this movie is a classic, and it still holds up. And I think I hope what happens is younger generations will always see this Annie first, and hopefully not like hopefully not the ones that come after. <laughs> hopefully. So not do it like how I did it on my podcast, starting with 2014, then going to 99, and now doing 82. Yeah, yeah, because doesn't it put a taste you in your mouth? You got to rip the bandit off. So I had to torture Jason with that first one. I'm sorry, Jason. I, I, I will never forgive you for that. <laughs> I, will, I will, I will, I will come and 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 tell you to your grave. Well, I'm gonna ask you guys when we wrap it up. Like we need, I feel like we need to do a remake, like a good one, and like cast it out because okay. these are terrible, but. Uh, Jason, to your point earlier, when you were saying how like people were hyping up this movie, like when you were a kid, like, oh, did you see yeah. Annie? Like, could you see people, it, kids in 2014, seeing Annie for the first, like, and Jamie Foxx and, and Annie? See, oh, seeing people the, oh God, how horrible! What a horrible thing to. That's like a, that's like waking up from a nightmare. I did. I did remember thinking while watching this one when they get to. I think I'm gonna like it here. I was like, "Oh, this is what it sounds like with actual singers." Because <laughs> for that, for the 2014 one, it was Quivanya Wallace who did a job, but then also yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe did the job in Les Misérables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rose, yeah. Rose, Rose Byrne, Byrne, yeah, he did the job. Rose Byrne played Rose in that one, and oh boy, <laughs> yeah. She, she she didn't even know like which tune to hold onto. She let alone carry. Bless so, her. and I like her. And in that one, I was like, I don't like you anymore. Right, uh, Jason. What are your flats? Oh goodness, um, Punjab, Black Savior. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's where we were in movie history. You know, that's, that's what that's what the, uh, the the magical Black Savior. The ma- yeah, magical Black Savior. Yeah, that that good old trope. <sighs> Sad. I roll. <laughs> um, I had another really good. Oh, Camille! I, I, <laughs> I that was that's what I came in with. Uh, bringing Annie to to Camille like that is not 
a movie that you would a child would be excited to have a whole movie theater rented out for. I mean, she does like, fall asleep. She falls dead asleep. Like dead if we're being anachronistic, do the Wizard of Oz. Do yeah, something. Yeah, it would have been more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He could have, he could have bought whatever movie he wanted. Right. Um. Any other thoughts? That That's just... it. That's it for right now. So I agree with all of you with it, all of your flats, Ooh. but I'm also going to add Molly because she's so fucking annoying. Shut up, girl. You you were part of the song. It's the hard knock life. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you're. <laughs> I know you're younger. Deal. Um. Yeah. Mature up now, kid. um and then i don't know i feel like we could have used more carol burnett because why the fuck not always 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 more carol burnett oh Uh, that's that's one flat i had is uh, as a kid i always thought like bernadette peters and tim curry were in the movie more and they really only have like two three three scenes it's like it's like a whole it's like two movies yeah and they're in the second they're like in the second movie well, I mean, yeah, there, it's like there's an inter, it's like a play. There's the intermediate, yeah. kind of, and then yeah, you got the whole like second half. But yeah, when they're uh, in the movie, because I that's an, that's another thing I remember of the movie. I was like, oh yeah, they show up as the fake parents. I didn't remember that Rooster is Miss Hannigan's brother. Didn't remember that because I was like, they're related. Mm-hmm. I wrote down like, uh, and so uh, yeah, you can't tell that resemblance between Carol Burnett and but, Tim Curry. Even that also when they like. When they pretend to or be, or even Kathy Bates and Alan Cummings, you don't see their resemblance oh, in any Jesus of these. Christ. Tim Curry, like I think, just because like he's also just so villainous too that like he sticks with me in this. So like I was like, yeah, like why isn't he in this movie anymore and stuff? I but... didn't know that. Like as a, I think it took me to like maybe high school to realize that was Tim Curry because he's so young in this movie. Yeah. And I, my Tim yes. Curry is nineties, yeah. like Muppet Treasure Island for sure, The Family Affair, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, reboot. Yeah. Home Alone too. Like those are my Tim Curry's, and I'm always like, oh man, young Tim not, Curry. Here. Not Clue. I yeah, I was like, oh, I, I couldn't I was, remember like, by the time I got into Clue. I what? couldn't remember like my first. I was like in middle school for that one. Okay. I, I couldn't remember my introduction to Tim Curry, which it, it was either this one or Clue. I can't remember. And then there's Rocky Horror, of course. But like, yeah, of course, of course. That's I when I was like ten. Uh, it was it was Clue and the Worst Witch. Oh, oh, it, it. Well, oh, it. No, I know. Yeah, when I watched Rocky Horror, I was like, "That's Tim Curry from Muppet Treasure Island." Who knew? <laughs> Look how young he is. He's really going for it on these songs. Yeah, we get Kevin. Fair. Uh, what songs would you add uh, from this movie to your life's playlist? Five, for sure. Yeah, Easy Street. When I'm uh-huh. scheming, planning, scheming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh tomorrow when i'm depressed so you know just tomorrow, tomorrow i may have been singing this at work and one of my coworkers threatened my life if she's like if i get the song stuck in my head for <laughs> i'm going to kill you for, <laughs> the whole, for the whole show yeah yeah i would kill you. um yeah I, that's a, that's I, agree with, I agree with your choices i think i would also add maybe maybe you know if you if i need like another sad sad song moment or you know a lullaby I got to give it to Eileen Quinn. Eileen Quinn? Ooh. ooh. Eileen. Eileen Quinn. I don't know. She did a great job, like, singing and acting, like, everything. She did great. Although, oh, wait. There was one moment. (laughs) I think it was, I think I'm going to like it here, where her and Anne Rankin were 
dancing doing uh dancing together where alien quinn clearly looked at and ranking was just like i'm not gonna even try like <laughs> like it was supposed to do i think they were doing like a call and response choreography and she's just like i know i'm just gonna da 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 yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't have the skills yet i'm just not even gonna embarrass myself <laughs> right uh, yeah. J- okay. uh do- jason do you oh, have it easy street you? easy, easy street. street always easy always easy street okay <laughs> and on that note everyone we did it we talked about annie 1982 Woo! Yeah. uh what do we have to plug or promote let me start with the with sam and matan i'm pointing down as if the rest of the world can see me <laughs> uh what do you have to plug or promote uh so we do podcasts lost in blockbuster we talk about movies from our childhood uh we are we just finished episode 100 um and now we are on thank you thank you uh we are on uh only took us five years it only took us five quick years um and then uh we are now into season two of the podcast and what did we discover oh it's like uh d-bags and d-coms thank you yeah so we're doing disney channel original movies uh, even though we are starting with Suzy Q and then we're going all the way to High School Musical. <gasps> yes! <laughs> yeah, so, so I think we know who our guest for that yeah, yeah, yeah. is. That one should only take us two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get Great! To- yeah, so. And I think Great. the 99, Annie, considered part of that? Well, I mean, it was, so it was the wonderful world of Disney where they had, um, mm-hmm. we've, Jason has actually done a couple of these with me. Um, we did Polly, yeah, where yeah. they did Wait, the parrot? The what? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's based off of Pollyanna, but okay, it's with Ke- Keisha Knight Pullman and uh, Rashad. Thank you. Okay, because there's the kids movie with the like the parakeet called Polly, and like oh, oh okay. My, like again, I have kid our kids movies from our childhood. Yeah, as my yeah. inventory, in my brain. You got all musical stuff. That, <laughs> yes, I mean also. So these were like pre decoms, I want to say. Yeah. That's what Suzy Q was. Yeah. 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 Same with like so, the president's daughter. That's another one. Yeah. There's like hundreds of those wonderful world of Disney. So if you're looking yeah. for season three material, go to that. Um, Jason, what do you have to plug or promote? If you're going to be in New York City, uh, I'm doing my <laughs> debut New York City uh, cabaret show at uh, Green Room 42 uh, called. Uh, um, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it's, great. It's called Decidedly, Undecidedly Yours. Okay. Okay. Yes. So come check it out. I got my ticket already. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and if you, I, guys, everyone listening, this is the third time I'm doing Annie. I think I'm going to hold off and do the lives later. Please, yeah, please do. But uh, if you want to talk more about Annie, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. I know we think this is the ultimate Annie movie, but like, what do you think, listener? Do you think this is the ultimate Annie movie? Do you actually like the 2014 one? I'd love to hear it. Uh, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we're going back to Starkid, everyone, and we're doing a very Potter sequel. Ooh. Yeah. Took a while to get there, but we're doing it. <laughs> Jason, Sam, Matan, thank you so much for ha- coming thank on. Thank you for having me. 
we'll have you both we'll have you all on at some points in the future we got plans so stay tuned and bye for now everyone bye bye we've been lizards special thanks to justin johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to nick bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast and thank you to castbox for hosting this podcast Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.